Hello and welcome back to the other side of the coin where we bring you information not commonly found in social media feeds and mainstream news. Information you may then choose to utilize to make educated decisions for your own health and the health of those you love. I am Joe Stutzman, your host, and joining me today, I have a very special guest, John Greiner, and we're going to be talking about some food tips, some food prep tips. The holidays are coming up and we want to share some things that we have found that have helped make our lives more simple, I guess you could say. Some efficiency tips and uh, maybe just some things that you didn't know before. So, John, you've got a lot of experience in the kitchen, right? I can cook. <laughs> and on the smoker. What would you say is your favorite way to prepare food? Well, since I got the pellet smoker, that's about the only thing I, I use. Why do you like that? Because it's simple and it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So walk us through, um, let's say that you were going to smoke a pork loin. Well, I do things a lot different than most people do. So pork, pork, pork and uh, chicken breast, not so much whole chickens, but pork and chicken breast can be very challenging on any a grill, a skillet or anything because of the fact that uh, it has a tendency to dry out. Oh, yes. I hate dry chicken. Ugh. You got to put so much ketchup or <laughs> barbecue sauce or whatever on it, ranch, to make it taste good. So, so you got to be really careful with uh, with that. I, I am a low heat kind of guy, okay. And a lot of people don't cook like I do. So, I mean, it's just my personal preference and playing around. I mean. When I got the smoker, it was like, oh, you know, I watched a lot of info commercials and it's like, it, it's easy as pie. It, 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 they are simple and they are easy, but you got to figure out how your smoker works, you know, and there's so many out there. I'm not going to, you know, get into, I mean, there's cheap ones. The cheap ones are exactly what you pay for. They're cheap. Right. It's just like pellets. Oh, there's a difference in pellets. Oh, gosh, yes. Okay. So let's start with the brand. What's the brand of your smoker? I, I use a Green Mountain. Okay. And then what's the difference between pellets? Well, okay. So you can buy pellets from Amazon, as much as I hate to say, you know, or like a uh, Sam's Club local. Those pellets tend to... Uh, either burn very quickly or burn very poorly okay so pellets make a uh and when it burns quickly they don't put out a lot of heat okay so and you spend a lot of money for a lot of pellets, yes right? yes <laughs> i mean it just seems like your smokers just constantly running through them and trust me i've used some cheap pellets and it's uh the flavor even though they're supposed to be flavored you know with like apple or cedar or oak but, you know, and that's another thing different. Uh, and that is something I'm not going to go into. I'm a lot into, but you're um, like pork uh, has different. You don't use some, some, some 
of like flavors and beef is the same okay. way gotcha so you use some different pellets right for different meats that's what you're and saying. i try to get one that is multi at multi-use right okay. so i mean because it just but i know guys that are serious smokers and when i say serious smokers i know some people that smoke three or four times a week okay uh, so where do you get your pellets uh my pellet my pellets uh I, I i do use some of the green mountain but i also use some um i found some very good pellets uh down in southern um they're called rural kings okay so I, i've found that those tend to be okay for the price now i'm not saying you got to go out and buy i mean there's pellets out there 50 dollars a bag Ooh, that seems like a lot a dollar a pound <laughs> apologize for that i thought i had my phone on silent so anyway uh yeah so that that's how you start um the biggest thing is, is uh, again, it's personal preference. I mean, some people never clean their grills, <laughs> <laughs> and and other people, their grills are spotless. So you just got to kind of, you got to find what you what you consider your happy medium. I am one to when I fire my smoker, I will probably take half or all day to do, and I will cook multiple things on it. One of the probably the easiest and the I really enjoyed is uh, smoke cod. Yes, and I actually so I don't normally use the smoker that much, but I got to play around with it um, the last couple of weeks, and yeah. So what I can tell you about I did smoke some cod, and I just had it set on one fifty, and it took about an hour. Yes, to smoke the cod. And here's a little tip. <laughs> you do not want to over season it. I seasoned it way too heavy the first time and it was kind of salty. So my answer to that was to use it in a salad. Actually, I think the first fish that I smoked was Maui Maui. Um, and then the next one was cod and I went much lighter on the seasoning and it was perfect. So so you, you, again, you got to get into because there's dry rubs, there's wet rubs, there's marinated meat, there's, uh, you know, it depends on what your preference is. But wouldn't you say that it takes less when you're smoking meat? It takes less seasoning. Oh, absolutely, because, because of the smoke. And and again, again, if you over season it, you're taken away from the power of the smoker. Right. So, and that's just personal preference i know people that have air fryers that can make stuff you know i you know i'm not very experienced with the air fryer side but i know people that have air fryers that can make uh chicken breast and chicken homemade chicken nuggets and it will taste like out of this world and won't be dry so again it's just a matter of learning what what your preference is like uh when i'm up at my mother's she does not like a lot of seasonings. You can always, my theory is you can always add to it, but you can't really take away. So you can always add more salt or pepper later. So when I'm seasoning, and I learned this from um, a person who's very experienced also, when I'm seasoning, um, it's like, very, like right before, I was always taught, you know, right before they go on the grill. Right, because those 
seasonings break down the enzymes in the meat, which can then make it dry out quicker, right? Mm -hmm. Or kind of mushy. So you don't want that. So when you smoke a pour up, well, let's actually go with the chicken breast because those seem to be the hardest. What heat do you set it at? No, on my particular smoker, I, like I said, I use a very low low heat. Now, okay. so, so what is that? Um, I'm only I'm only I'm only cooking. I'm only smoking it like 150 to 170. Okay. And I know a lot of guys smoke at 205. Now, the biggest thing when you're smoking meat, once your meat reaches past 200 degrees, it quits smoking. It quits taking oh. in the smoke and it actually just cooks. Okay, I didn't realize that. So what I will do is I will smoke, and I will mainly cook the meat. Okay. Um, I'm an Iowa boy and Iowa has Iowa smoke chops. Yes. Well, if you do a smoke chop, basically you, you could throw it in the freezer when you're done. All you got to do is warm it up. Right. I love Iowa chops. <laughs> so, but again, like I said, so I, I, I use low. A lot of people will smoke. It's just, it's preference and how much you want to watch. I mean, I don't have the fancy, a meat thermometer is crucial. Okay. Um, yeah, because we want to be getting that meat done. We right. Don't want to be eating raw. So what I will do with a lot of things is once I hit a certain time or where I feel the meat is not totally done, then I will crank the heat and finish it off. You know that way. And you got to be once you crank the heat, you got to be careful that it doesn't get too hot yes gotcha. and you gotta be careful that you don't overcook and lose all the juices so okay there's there's some um secrets you know um if you happen to cook pork or well chicken especially um you can actually put flavor back in um now if you're going to uh you talked about a pork line if you're going to eat the pork loin right away. That's, that's fine. But like, uh, if you're going, going to under, then I'd recommend undercooking it. If you're going to like food prep to where you're going to bring it back okay. out and, and, heat it up. and heat it up. Gotcha. So there, there's all kinds of little things. Um, you know, I've learned a lot over the years. Um, my dad used to do parties for, and never charged. And I swore I'd never get into it because I, all the time and effort. Now, when I say, you know wedding parties and graduations and they started i can remember a lot of people that probably don't even know this they used to dig a hole and do the pit roast the pig yeah yeah roast mm -hmm. the pig or, or or cow and chunk it and 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 i'm talking you know like so if the wedding was at six o'clock was serving this this started thursday night <laughs> right <laughs> thankfully we have much more efficient ways to smoke meat but nowadays. that is actually truly a, a an excellent way right right but we are but more most people don't have the capacity to no. smoke meat that way no. so this is a much easier method and then i learned from a dear friend of ours uh that i didn't think it was even possible it's can be a little dangerous so i don't not gonna give you all the details but they say you know thanksgiving is thursday and uh, say you forget to put that turkey <laughs> out <laughs> and you're sitting there with the frozen turkey you can actually take and do a turkey it's called a one-hour turkey in the oven oh i love the one-hour turkey 
and you can actually take a full frozen turkey it's going to take you a little longer if it is fully frozen but you can actually and i don't know without looking it up or calling them um it's x amount of minutes for x amount of pounds okay so that's usually for like a 10 or 12 pound right right it's it's not, a, and like you said if it's frozen it's going to take a little bit longer so but it can be very dangerous there's a lot of so you're actually cooking it in a uh old old black pan <laughs> it's like a granite pan like your grandma probably has one you know the the blue or the black and white spotted pans roasters yeah the roasters i believe and you're literally tying it down you're putting the the bird inside there and you're actually all the flavoring and you're literally you're actually pressure cooking it is what you're actually doing yeah so <laughs> you're, you're gonna make a seal with tin foil uh, between your lid and the pan and then you're gonna wire like when i say wire if you grew up on a farm you know what i'm talking about like number nine wire some kind of wire you're gonna take it from the handle on the lid to the handle on the pan both sides and you're going to tie it down to create that vacuum basically you're, you're, you're creating pressure it's pressure. a pre it's a pressure cooker it's yeah. that's exactly what you're doing there's all kinds of things i mean like i said i am now when it comes to when it comes to uh other things besides meat yeah i learned a lot of things and there's some stuff i just stay away from okay i mean good, good advice <laughs> there's some stuff i don't like to do breads I don't like to do, I don't like to do, I like this. Here's the thing about cooking. Here's my best advice. Okay. A lot of people think they have to follow a recipe to a T. Well, how many minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't answer that. You don't have, you got, is it going to be play around with it? You know, people, use your creativity. Get pe creative. People ask me my chili, my chili is never the same. It's a basic, but it's never the same. And that's how you know when yeah. you have an excellent cook in the kitchen is somebody that plays around with recipes and gets creative and adds and it doesn't really follow a recipe, so to speak. I get really uh, frustrated because I used to eat out a lot. And I'd say I don't, we don't eat out that much hardly at all anymore and the reason is because you know you go out and it let's face it it can be eating out should be like a for my for me it's okay it shouldn't be like an everyday occurrence or a weekly occurrence but to me i get frustrated because they're like oh this is going to be the best steak you ever had or these are going to be the best potatoes you ever had or um and then you get it and it's mediocre yes like pe people brag of the cracker barrel and i just don't think the cracker <laughs> barrel is don't get me wrong it's good food but i i mean i think i can do better it's okay for <laughs> breakfast when you're traveling okay all right well thank you john for giving us some of your expert tips i have one more that i'd like to share with you and this is kind of not on the subject of smoking but it is food prep so dressing salad dressing Everybody uses it pretty much, right? And I was trying to find an Italian salad dressing. Did you know that even the ones that are supposed to be like clean or organic or whatever still have soybean oil in them? Mm -hmm. And the research I have done on soybean oil because of the way that it's expelled is actually highly toxic. It's been found daily use of 
soybean oil, which is, it's in so many things that you wouldn't even dream of. And um, overconsumption has been shown to, to cause cancer. So I wanted an Italian dressing that didn't have soybean oil. So I found these little packets of Italian dressing mix that is clean. You, when you can read the ingredients, you know what they all are. <laughs> you know that it's a pretty good, um, or, you know, if it's ingredients that are clean. So 47 cents at Aldi and I bring it home and I mix olive oil and vinegar with it. Now I have my own Italian seasoning that is not toxic to the body. So I just thought of something when she brought that up. Okay. So a lot of people don't know that or understand this. And um, so a lot of people think that olive oil is good. So extra virgin mm -hmm. olive oil is, is better. better. Is better. And extra virgin olive oil is used in salad dressings and is used in low heat. Um, there, but if you use extra virgin olive oil as like a base, mm -hmm. as a cooking base, it actually puts out a toxin again. Really? Yes. Actually, because of the heat? Yes. Okay. And how it's extracted. It's just like coconut oil is a big, you know, coconut. Right. When people think, well, I got coconut oil uh, or coconut, you know, and you got to read the, you got to read how it's extracted, how it's refined. Um, food prep is a lot of work. It can be for sure. And so what we're trying to do is save you some time and money with some of these tips. So our olive oil that we like is... I mean, I got it at Sam's Club. I kind of hate to say that because I'm trying to support small business as much as possible. But it is a, it's a light mm -hmm. olive oil. Right. And so you can, it's very versatile. You can use it for salad dressings or for cooking or whatever. And you're not going to get that potent taste that you get with um, like extra virgin. But, but extra, but like I said, extra virgin is more used for your cold uh, cold stuff, cold and, stuff. And, and more your salad dressings um have i cooked with extra virgin yes i have okay so again it's just a matter of um and it's I'm a go, preference right preference and i'll go back to the food preps a lot of work but it's also um it's also very it can be very rewarding i mean yes so like I said, when I cook, I usually cook for a week, you know, or approximately thereof. And, you know, so. So it I, takes you all day Sunday, but you've got your meals for the week. Right. And it does, that does a couple of things. One, it helps you to eat healthier because you have something that's right there just ready to be heated up versus, oh my gosh, it's lunchtime. I don't have anything ready. What am I going to do kind of thing? So we're going to wrap this episode up. And we will see you all next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you think of someone who could use some of these tips, share this with them. And I've also got a way for you to drop comments below this podcast. So if you have any ideas or anything that you'd like to hear about, um, definitely throw those in the comments. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you.